Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Good morning, River Church. Happy Easter. Happy Resurrection Sunday. Praise God. We're celebrating actually every Sunday, actually every day. Praise God. He's alive. Amen. We celebrate, hallelujah, that He is alive. Praise God. And thank you everyone for joining us today, those who are participating this morning. Pastor Brett is going to preach and teach from the Holy Word of God today. So get ready to receive. Get your Bible ready. Open your heart. Hallelujah. If you come hungry and thirsty for the things of God, for righteousness, you will be filled. The Bible says God will fill you today fresh. Hallelujah. Praise God. We're going to hear from the Word of God. We're also going to praise and worship the Lord. We're going to worship our Lord Jesus in spirit and in truth together. And we're going to receive communion at the end of the service. So please get your juice and your bread ready for that. We're going to receive from the table of the Lord together. Amen. So let's get ready. Are you hungry and thirsty for righteousness? Are you hungry and thirsty to hear the Word of God, to receive all that God has for you today? We believe that you'll be touched, changed forever for the better in Jesus' name. So get ready. Let's worship the Lord right now in Jesus' name. Just begin to thank Him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Great is the Lord God Almighty. Great is the Lord on high. The train of His robe fills the temple. And we cry out highest praise. Glory to the up your heads, open the doors, let the King of glory come in, and forever be our God. Let's sing, Holy. Holy is the Lord God Almighty. Holy is the Lord on high. Let all the earth bow before you and crown you. up your heads, open the doors, let the King of glory come in and forever. 
up your heads, open the doors, let the King of glory come in and forever be our God. Oh, 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on and praise Him. Come on and thank Him. Come on and lift your hands and close your eyes. Come on and open your mouth and thank the Lord. Come on and praise Him. He's so good. We thank You, Father. We give You praise. We give You thanks. We thank You, Lord Jesus. We honor You, Lord Jesus. We praise Your name. We love You, Lord. We serve You. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you. We praise you. We worship you. In spirit and in truth, we worship you, Father. We love you. We love you. We love you. We serve you. Oh, you're so good. You're so awesome. You're so awesome. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Worthy, worthy, worthy is the Lamb. Praise the Lord. Praise God. We thank you, Father, for this day. This is the day you've made. We rejoice and we're glad in it. And we thank you for the river at Ottawa Church. Thank you for this service today. Thank you for every person joining in. And we pray for all of us that we hear the word and that we do the word today. And we decide, we choose to follow Jesus, with all our hearts, we choose to love you. We choose to serve you. We choose to praise you and worship you and honor you and love you with all our hearts. Have your way in us and have your way with this service. Do whatever you want to do. Holy Spirit, take over. May Jesus be glorified. May the will of God the Father be done today, in this service, and in our lives. We surrender to you, Father. We love you. We praise you. We worship you. Have your way in us. Do whatever you want to do. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise God. Amen. Welcome to the River at Ottawa Church online service. I'm Pastor Brett Young, and God loves you so much. Stay with us. Stay with the service. Press in. Shut out every distraction. Get hungry for the Word of God. Get hungry and thirsty for righteousness, and you will be filled. Praise God. Hallelujah. The River at Ottawa Church is a Holy Bible and Holy Spirit church. Holy Bible, Holy Spirit. We preach the Word of God, and we follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Praise God. Our purpose for this service is to worship God in spirit and truth, to preach the Word, and to be filled 
with the Spirit of God. Amen. Our Lord Jesus told the Apostle Peter, Feed my lambs. And then Peter told us in 1 Peter 2, verse 2, to desire the pure milk of the Word that you may grow thereby. Romans 10, 17 says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Hear the Word of God and faith will come and you will grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You will be changed for the better forever. Before we get into the message today, I want to pray with you if you are not saved, if you're not born again, if you're not right with God, God loves you so much and He sent His Son Jesus to die on the cross for your sins and He raised Jesus from the dead. Jesus lives and He wants to live in your heart. Praise God. I want to pray with you in just a moment or if you have been saved but you're not right with God today, I want to pray with you also. If you're backslidden, you can come back to the Lord and He loves you. He wants you to come back to Him. He wants you to serve Him and follow Him with all your heart. So come back to Jesus today. I want to pray with you also. Or if you're just not sure of your salvation, you don't have assurance, if you were to die this very second, do you know for sure, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that you would go to heaven? If you're not absolutely sure, you can be sure. I want to pray with you also. You have to put your faith in the Word of God and receive, believe, trust, and follow Jesus. And it starts by making it making that decision and praying and I'm going to lead you in that prayer in just a moment. The Bible says that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Everybody, everybody who has ever lived has sinned except Jesus. He's the only one who never sinned and that's why He could take our place. He went to the cross and He took our sins to the cross. He died. He shed His blood for us. His blood washes away all our sins, but we got to receive it. We got to believe it and we got to receive it. The Bible says the wages of sin is death, hell. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. It's a gift. The gift of eternal life, it's a gift. You don't work for it. You don't earn it. You don't try to be good enough for it. Jesus was the only one good enough for it and He did it for us and He gives it to us, but we got to receive it. We have to receive the gift of eternal life and then we have the promise of eternal life in heaven. Hallelujah! And you can be saved because the Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Whosoever, that means you. Whoever. Hallelujah! So we're going to call upon the name of the Lord. We're going to pray in just a moment. I want you to pray with me if you're not saved or if you've drifted away from God or if you are just not sure that you have eternal life in heaven. So let's pray right now. Shut out every distraction and focus on Jesus right now. And we're going to pray and you just repeat this prayer after me and mean it from your heart 
but say it with your mouth. You have to say it out loud because the Bible says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So you believe the gospel. Now let's say it out loud. Let's pray. And I'm going to lead you in this prayer. Give your heart to the Lord Jesus and receive him into your heart. Let's get right with God right now. If you want to do that, lift up, lift up both hands to surrender to the Lord Jesus Christ. And close your eyes and say this prayer out loud. Repeat after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died on the cross. And I believe you rose from the dead. Lord Jesus, come into my heart right now. Forgive me of my sin. Cleanse me with your precious blood. I turn my back on sin. And I choose to follow you. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is my Lord. God is my Father. And right now, I am saved. I'm born again. I'm right with God. I love God. I have eternal life in heaven. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. My friend, if you said that prayer and you meant it, God has heard your prayer and your sins are forgiven you right now. Amen. Now follow the Lord Jesus Christ with all your heart. Stay in His Word, in the Bible, and be a part of a church. So join us every Sunday at 10 a.m., and stay with us for the rest of the service. There's more of the service here. Let's press in to the things of God. Let's worship Him. Amen? If you said that prayer, if you were not saved, or you, you were not right with God, you came back to the Lord, or you were just not sure of your salvation and you said that prayer, please let us know. Write this in the comments. Write, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Write that in the comments right now. And that's a way of letting us know and letting everyone know that you have decided to follow Jesus today. And you need to tell people. And you can start right now by writing that in the comments. And tell people. Tell them that you made Jesus the Lord of your life. And follow Him and be a part of the church. Praise God. We love you so much. God has an awesome plan for you. Praise God. Glory to God. And let's get out our Bibles. Let's hear the Word of God. Today, I'm going to preach and teach the Word of God on the will of God for your life. The will of God for your life. How do you know what the will of God is? Especially, how do you know what 
the will of God is for you. The will of God is what God wants to be done, His plan. And God gives you the choice of doing His will or not. A lot of times when people think of the will of God, it's thought of as, it just happens, because it's the will of God, it just happens. But no, it doesn't just happen. God gives us a choice. We can choose to do the will of God, or we can choose to not do the will of God. The will of God for your life is what God wants to happen in your life, what He wants you to do. But He doesn't force it on you. He wants it for you, but He gives you a choice. And if you choose to do God's will, He will help you to do it. The Bible tells us that God does not change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So the will of God is eternal. God's will doesn't change. Ever. God's will never changes. So once you find out what God's will is, concerning a specific area, then that's it. You have found it. That is God's will. And you never have to check and see if God changed. Because He doesn't change. And His will does not change. So we should find out what the will of God is and be sure, be sure that you know what God's will is. Well, how do I know? How do I know? How do I find out and how do I know what the will of God is? How do I know for sure, for sure, for sure, what the will of God is? It's written. The will of God is found in the Word of God. The will of God is written. The Bible is the Word of God written, and so the Bible is the will of God written. The Bible is the will of God. And let's turn, let's open our Bibles now and turn to Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12, and we'll read verse 2. The Bible says, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God.
find out what the Bible says God's will is. And His Word will change how you think. And this changes how you live. This transforms you. This changes you so you can do God's will. As you study the Word of God and you begin to understand the will of God, you start to see that you're not experiencing it in every area of your life. It's God's will for you. This is God's will for you, but you're not experiencing it yet. Not yet. But you can't blame God for His will not being done in your life. God has done His part. You have to do your part. It starts with the Word. God has done His part. He's provided the Word, but you have to do your part. You have to read the Word, and not just read, but study the Word. And the Word will renew your mind. The Word will change your mind. And when your mind is changed, when your thinking is changed, then your living, your doing will change and you'll start to do the will of God and you'll start to have the will of God. You'll start to experience the Word of God, but it all starts here. It all starts with the Word. The Word of God. You cannot blame God for His will not being done in your life. The Word. It starts with the Word, and then in the Word, our Lord Jesus taught His disciples to pray, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be Thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That means that God's will is not always being done on the earth. If it was always being done, you wouldn't have to pray that it be done. In heaven, he said, pray that God's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, in heaven, God's will is always being done. In heaven, there's no sickness, there's no pain, there's no depression, there's no torment, there's no fear, there's no sin, there's no rebellion, there's no evil in heaven. And our Lord Jesus said to pray that our Father's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The Bible tells us that Jesus did the will of God on the earth. So since you can't look into heaven right now, you can look at what Jesus did here on the earth, and that's the will of God. Read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, 
and look and see what Jesus did. And that is the will of God. Look at what Jesus did to people. And that's what God wants to do for you. He told us to pray that our Father's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So God's will is not automatically done. It doesn't just happen. We have to find out what it is. And then we have to pray for it. And then we have to do it. Find out what God's will is for you. And then pray for it. And then do it. Live it. Walk in it. Every day. Romans 12 verse 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed, be changed, by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Notice that last line there. What is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God? There is the good will of God. And there is the more acceptable will of God. And then there is the perfect will of God. It's all good. Everything God does is good because He's good. But there's good and then there's gooder. There's good and then there's more good. There's good, gooder, and goodest. There's good, more acceptable, and perfect. I remember years ago when I was painting my house, I went to the store to buy a paintbrush, and they had a good paintbrush, a better paintbrush, and the best paintbrush. And then when I went to buy paint, they had good paint, better paint, and the best paint. When we choose to follow God's plan for our lives, when we choose to do the will of God, there is good, and then there's better, and then there's best. For example, the Bible tells us that we are to work. So if someone just hangs around the homeless shelter and doesn't do any work, this person is obviously not doing the will of God. So that's not good. But then there's someone else that has a job and they go to work and that's good. It's the will of God that they work. It's good to work, but they don't like their job. It pays minimum wage. It's far away from their house. 
it's not a good environment at the workplace and so on. So they are not completely out of the will of God. It's good that they have a job, but God has something better for them. God has a better job for them that's in a better place with better pay, better benefits, everything better. Many people believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and that's good. It's good that they're not rejecting the Lord. They're not walking away from God, and that's good. But God has better things in store for them. God has better for you. And God has best for you. God is good, but He's gooder than you know. God loves you, and He has a plan for you, and His plan for you is good. And as you start to walk in it, as you start to walk in the plan of God, the will of God, it just gets gooder and gooder and gooder. You can, you can do nothing that God has called you to do, and that's bad. It would be good if you do some of what God has called you to do. But it would be better if you do most of what God has called you to do. And it would be best if you do exactly what God has called you to do. It would be best for you and best for everyone that comes into contact with you. It's best to do God's will, His perfect will, His best. His best is best for you. Philippians 3 verses 13 to 14 Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I press toward the goal. Start at good but then move up to better, and then move up to best. And in some areas of life, you just go straight for the best. Like in the area of marrying a spouse. Don't start out with one spouse and then look for an upgrade. No, wait for God's best for you. And if you're already married, stay with the one you got and do everything you can to make your marriage the best it can be. 
Be the best spouse you can be. Every day, be a better and better spouse. Be the best spouse you can be. In some areas of life, there are only two options, God's way or the wrong way. It's God's way or any other way, and none of those other ways are good. God's way is up. Any other way is down. God's way, His will, His plan is written in His Word. This is God's will for you. This is it. You don't have to wonder what His will is. You just have to read. And as you read, you pray and ask Him to teach you so you can understand it. Hallelujah! Praise God! This is His will. This is God's plan. And anything contrary to this is not God's will. It's never God's will if it's contrary to this. There has never been and there never will be anything that's not in line with the Word of God. His Word is His will. His Word is His will. Somebody write that in the comments. His Word is His will. His Word is His will. This is how you know if you're in the will of God or not. If you're in agreement with the Word, you're in the will of God. If you're not, you're not. Now, once you get into the will of God, there are areas that God has more than just getting in. It's like how God called me to Canada. I came here from the United States, from Tampa, Florida, the river at Tampa Bay Church. I got in to Canada, and I knew I was in the right nation, but I had to press in to God. I had to reach forward to those things that were ahead. I had to press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Canada is the nation where God has called me, but more than that, He has called me to Ottawa. And more than that, He has called me to be the pastor of the river at Ottawa Church. 
This is God's best for me in this area of life. But this is just one area. I'm not perfect. I got to reach forward to the other things which are ahead. I must press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in other areas of life. For example, I live in a good house. But God has a better house for me and for my family. And God has the best house. He has a good and perfect house for us. I'm thankful for the good house. But I'm also thankful and reaching for the good and perfect house. Hallelujah. For the river at Ottawa Church, it's good that we're having online services. But God has something better. God has a good and perfect place for us to come and meet together in person for services. When people get sick and they go to the hospital and they ask us to pray for them, we pray for God to help the doctors and speed up the healing process and we pray for a full recovery and that is good. It's God's will for them to be healed. It's good but God has something better. The anointing, the power of God coming upon people and healing them instantly so they don't even need to go to the hospital. That's better. But you know, that's not God's best. God's best, His perfect will, is that we don't even get sick. Good and perfect health. 3 John verse 2, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, just as your soul prospers. That is God's best. Now, if people get sick, we pray for them. We lay hands on them. We'll bring them medicine. We'll bring them vitamins. We'll do anything and everything we can to get them healed because that's the will of God and that's good. But let's press in for better and let's press in for God's best. Let's study the Word of God and pray and press in until we get to the place where we don't even get sick. Let's 
live in the right country, but also in the right province and also in the right city. Hallelujah. Let's do the best work for God that we can do. Let's have the best provision from God that God has for us. Let's do the best we can do with what God has given us. We can not love God or we can love God or we can love God with all our heart, all our soul, and all our strength. We can pray for a few minutes a day or we can pray for a few hours a day. We can study the Word for a few minutes a day or we can study the Word for a few hours a day. We can stay where we're at or we can press in for God's best. We can press in for the perfect will of God in every area of life. Find out what His will is and then pray for it and then do it. Would you lift your hands and close your eyes and say this prayer. Say this out loud. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for your perfect will and I pray in the name of Jesus, I choose, I decide that I will go where you want me to go. I will do what you want me to do. I will be what you want me to be. Not my will, but your will be done in the name of Jesus. And I thank you for it. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Praise God. You can believe God for provision for your bills to be paid, your needs to be met, and that's good. But it would be better for all your needs to be met and for God to be able to use you to meet the needs of others. And it would be best if you can meet the needs of many. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's good to be blessed. It's better to be a blessing. And it's best to be a great blessing to many. Amen? It's good to tithe. It's better to tithe and to give. It's best to give to many. Amen? The Bible says, 
in Malachi chapter 3, verses 10 to 11, Bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field, says the Lord of hosts. Amen. We bring our tithe to God's house, to the church. Our tithe is the first 10% of all our increase. The first $10 out of every $100 goes to the church. Proverbs 3, verses 9 and 10, Honor the Lord with your possessions, and with the first fruits of all your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty, and your vats will overflow with new wine. We pay our tithes first, and that's good. But then we give, and that's better. When we give, the Bible calls it sowing seed or planting seed. And there's scripture after scripture all throughout the Bible showing us that when we give, God rewards us. He increases us so that we can give better and better, more and more. We can be a greater and greater blessing, and that's God's best. When we give, the Bible calls it sowing seed or planting seed. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 to 11. But this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you, always having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. As it is written, He has dispersed abroad, He has given to the poor, His righteousness endures forever. Now may He who supplies seed to the sower, and bread for food, supply and multiply the seed you have sown, and increase the fruits of your righteousness while you are enriched in everything for all liberality, which causes thanksgiving through us to God. When you give as you purpose in your heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver, when you give, you are sowing a seed. You are planting a seed. Hallelujah! And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you, always having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. Better and better and better. Giving more and more and more. God supplies you with seed to sow, with money. And as you sow it, as you plant it, as you give, he multiplies the seed and He multiplies you. He increases you. 
So you're a part of the ministry by giving into the ministry, but also God rewards you for doing it. He enriches you, the Bible says, so you can give more. You have more and more and more, so you can give more and more and more. The more you have, the more you can give. Good, better, best. Good, gooder, and goodest. So expect increase so that you can increase your giving more and more and more. Galatians 6, verses 6 to 7, Let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever a man sows that he will also reap. Whatever you sow, that you will also reap. In other words, whatever you plant, that you will also grow. Whatever you give, that you will also get. Our Lord Jesus says in Luke 6, verse 38, Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be put into your bosom, for with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. Tithe, and that's good. It's better to tithe and to give. It's best to tithe and to give more and more and more and increase more and more and more. Thanks be to God for His indescribable gift. Oh, Father, we thank you for this privilege, this honor, this opportunity we have to worship you now with our tithes and our offerings, with our substance, with our giving. And we ask you to receive our tithes and offerings as worship to you. May it be pleasing to you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to you. We want to please you. We want to worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And we thank you, Father, that this is good because this is your will. And we thank you that it just gets better and better. As you increase us and as we increase our giving, we're more and more and more a part of being a blessing to more and more ministries and more and more people. And we thank you for it. You're so good. You're so awesome. We love you and we worship you with our giving now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Let's worship the Lord now with our tithes and offerings. There's several ways you can give. If you want to send in tithes and offerings to the river at Ottawa Church, one way is with email transfer. Send that to River. Church Ottawa at gmail.com, River Church Ottawa at gmail.com. E transfer is one way to send in your tithes and offerings, and we have several other ways. And of course, we're a registered charity with the Canada Revenue, and you can write off your giving on your taxes. 
You can also give with a credit card or a Visa debit card, and you can do that on our website. Just go to riverottawa.ca. riverottawa.ca, and click Give. And there you can give with a credit card or Visa debit card. You can also see our mailing address there. You can write out a check and send it in the mail. There's also a link to go to PayPal. You don't even need a PayPal account. What's good about PayPal is they accept more credit cards. So there's several ways to give. All these methods of giving go into the church bank account so you're a part of the ministry. Praise God. Hallelujah. So go ahead and send in your tithes and offerings. Worship the Lord. Hallelujah. And I just want to remind everyone to get familiar with our website and our social media. Please like our Facebook page. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Be familiar with our website, riverottawa.ca. We also have podcasts. What's great about podcasts is you can put it on your phone and you can lock your phone and put it in your pocket or put it in the car and listen to it. It's kind of hard to do with YouTube and Facebook, but podcasts allows you to even download it to your phone and then you can listen to the message anywhere. And I encourage everyone to listen to these messages more than once. Get the word in your heart especially the messages that really stand out to you and minister to you. Listen to them over and over again. I've listened to messages from Pastor Rodney Howard Brown and Kenneth Hagin. Some, some messages probably hundreds of times. Praise God. I'm always listening to preaching and teaching in the Word, and I'm reading the Word and praying and listening to praise and worship music. Get into the habit of doing that. Listen to the Word, and that's how your mind will be renewed and faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. So I encourage you to do that. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So I'm sorry we don't have an Easter egg hunt online, <laughs> but uh, let's believe God that way before next Easter we'll be in a building and we'll... we'll uh, We'll do whatever the Lord leads us to do in that building. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. So let's worship the Lord with our, our giving. And uh, please, if you haven't already, whatever way you're listening to this message, please put a comment and give it a thumbs up and send it out. Share it with people that you know it will be a blessing to them. And we love you so much. And let's get ready now to go to the table of the Lord. Let's have communion. Here is Pastor Stephanie to lead us in that. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. We're going to receive communion, so please get your bread and your juice ready for that. Hallelujah. I'm going to read from the Word of God. Psalm 103, verses 1 to 3 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm getting blessed just reading 
God's word. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. We see in this scripture all his benefits. God sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for us. That's why we receive communion. But he said all these benefits are for you. Hallelujah. This benefits you. He takes away the sin of the world. Amen. When you repent and receive Jesus, he takes away your sin. And it includes healing for sickness and disease. Benefits. Hallelujah. We see that these benefits are together in this passage. He forgives our iniquities and he heals our diseases. That's because when Jesus bore our sins on his body, he also bore sickness, disease on his body. He took it all and that's why he said, it is finished. He did it. The benefits are yours. Hallelujah. So when we receive this communion, receive it by faith. Receive those benefits in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. The cross shows us the blessing. Hallelujah. The blessing of the Lord for us. Hallelujah. His benefits. The cure. The cure to sin, the cure to sickness, the cure to, to disease. Right now people are looking for a cure, for a cure. Jesus is the cure. Hallelujah. Praise God. Do you believe? Amen. That's his benefit for you. His cure is not just a blessing, not just a double blessing, a triple blessing. <laughs> because he provides the cure for spirit, soul, and body. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. So let's receive today um, the bread which represents Jesus' body that was broken for us, that our bodies would be made completely whole. That means your mind. Amen. That means your physical body. Hallelujah. And we thank, we thank God for His blood that represents the washing of our sins, that we become born again, spiritual, spiritually alive in Christ. Hallelujah. And that same resurrection power that raised Jesus from the dead lives in us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And there's protection in the blood of Jesus when we receive that. So we're going to receive today by faith. What is it that you need? He has it for you. He already paid it. It's finished. It's finished for you. It's finished right now. Just receive it. Praise God by faith. So let's take the bread now and give him thanks. Hallelujah. Let's receive the juice together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I pray for everyone. Hallelujah. Right now, I pray as they're listening that you touch them fresh today. I thank you, Father, that you paid the price. You paid it all for me. You paid it all for them. Hallelujah. Salvation, 
being set free, delivered, hallelujah, sanctified, whole, hallelujah, blameless, shameless. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I pray that each one would walk in the fullness of the calling of God on their life, that they would never be the same in Jesus' name as they heard the word today, that they receive the truth of your word, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, that changes their mind, their hearts are open to receive it. In the name of Jesus, I thank you for a holy boldness on each one. Hallelujah, boldness to be a witness, to preach, proclaim, to tell that Jesus Christ is alive. He's the same today, yesterday, and forever. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for touching each one. Thank you, Lord, for your delivering each one, for setting each one free. Hallelujah, the truth sets each one free. We thank you for the power of your word, breaking every yoke of bondage off their lives. And I thank you that they submit to you. Hallelujah, that they consecrate their whole life to you. That they surrender their all and serve you and live in the fullness that you've called them to in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, that be preaching the word, listening to your word, reading your word, praying being a part of the church, being a part of the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Doing all that you've called them to do. In Jesus' name, we give you thanks for it. Hallelujah. We thank you for lasting fruit, that their life produces fruit this week. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, have you received from the Lord today? Well, let us know. Give us testimonies. We want to hear we love hearing testimonies from you guys and just everyone that participates. And thank you all those that comment and like and share the service. Thank you for being a part and helping and, and uh, being part of the work of the Lord. Being part of the ministry. Amen. And uh, helping and being a blessing. You are a blessing. Hallelujah. We couldn't do it without you. Hallelujah. Praise God. And there's ways to be a part if you wonder... How can I be a part? One, by praying for us, praying that we receive that church building for us, that we can openly gather and meet together in person, lay hands on the sick and do everything God's called us to do. Hallelujah. Use it for the Lord. So pray for us. And, uh, you know, the Bible says to pray for your pastors. Amen. So thank God for you. And also by liking and sharing the service, Help others hear the word of God. Let the word of God go forth uh, into more, to more places where people haven't heard the word. You know, share the words, share it on social media. Help us get the word of God out. Amen. The preaching, the teaching of the word of God. And also so people can hear the altar call and have an opportunity to be saved. Hallelujah. And enjoy the benefits. Hallelujah. Praise God. And also by your tithe and your offerings. Hallelujah. It takes money. It takes uh, money to do what we're doing. And uh, we're going after souls. We're going after the lost. Uh, going after the harvest. Amen. The Bible says go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. So we've got to keep preaching the gospel. And we're turning it up. You know, as m many of you know, in Ontario, things that are going on and, um, you know, lockdown or whatever, whatever's going on, we 
up it in the name of Jesus. Reach more, more souls for Jesus. We, the church cannot be silent. So as you give and as you sow and as you tithe, the Bible says to tithe your 10% of all your increase and then your giving, you know, asking the Lord what He'd have you do, do it and be a part. Be a part of so Harvest in Canada, uh, souls in Canada. Let's win this nation back to Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. If that's burning in your heart, be a part. Be a part. And uh, praise God. You know, we're going to declare it together that Canada will be saved in Jesus' name. Amen. And we're going to put up more promotions to reach the lost. As you know on our website how we have the, the, tool, the, the tools for evangelism that we're using. We're also going to be putting that on social media and increasing it. So praise God if the Lord is speaking to you. Give. Give into that. Amen. Praise God. So let's say it together that Canada will be saved in Jesus' name. Let's say that. Canada will be saved in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Amen. God is so good. Praise God. Well, we love you. Thank you for being a part, an important part of the River Church. Praise God. We'll see you next Sunday at 10 a.m.